Welcome back to the Scott Orlig Show. I'm your host, Scott Orlig, and it's time again for another contractually obligated episode of One Man's World with the world's most prolific artist, Daniel Lampley. Today's episode is brought to you by Peter Pan Peanut Butter. Peter Pan Peanut Butter, now for kids. Today on the program, along with Daniel Lampley, we actually have a special guest. Ian Horace is the renowned art critic for the Times-Gazette. He writes art reviews of galleries and shows in each Sunday's edition. I've asked him to join us here today on One Man's World. Ian, welcome. Hello, Scott. Uh, hello, Daniel. Hi, Ian. Scott actually didn't tell me you'd be with us today. Quite a surprise, but I'm sure it'll be fun. Now, Ian, your reputation precedes you a bit here. You're known as being something of a tough critic, mm. a critic many artists fear for your scathing, but also for your very perceptive critiques of their works. Mm. I'll just read a few of my favorite quotes from your column here. You once referred to a painting of Guy Lodridge's as a glimpse into the distant future of mind-numbing jejunery. You described a piece by renowned sculptor Louise de Gluce as another thinly-veiled hunk of unwitting spouse bait, a Liechtenstein retrospective as uncomely, and the entire Harder Martyr Collective as pre-thought and post-talent. As you can probably tell, Ian, I loved your column. Well, uh, I hope I don't sound too much like a Pollyanna, but I thank you, Scott. I find that many in the art community are too self-congratulatory, too incestuous, too driven by a need to be so well-loved by other artists that they overlook glaring, glaring flaws in the artworks themselves. So please just consider me an outsider looking at the art world with a tempered, objective eye. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, as you know, every week we are contractually obligated to speak with Daniel here about his current art projects, whatever they may be. Perhaps you've heard that in some circles he's known as the world's most prolific artist. Scott, uh, actually, I've legally changed my name to Daniel Lampley, the world's most prolific artist, so that's what I am now known as in all circles. If that's true, I have to say I couldn't be less surprised. Can I just uh, say that in my field I've found the word prolific to be a euphemism for someone who lacks any kind of focus. <laughs> How right you are, Ian. How right you are. Daniel, you agree? Well, I'm an obvious exception to the rule. Perhaps I'm the exception that proves the rule. Whatever you say. But I didn't bring Ian here today so you could tell us about how focused you are, Daniel. My idea was for you to bring in a miniature portfolio of some of your paintings, which I see you've done, and then have Ian evaluate them. Very well, then. Evaluate? Like, criticize? You know, Ian, I've always said those who can't do, teach, and those who can't teach, criticize. Uh, I've actually heard that little gem many times before, Daniel, and I found it's only said by those who can't do, teach, or criticize. Sound familiar? No. Your implication, of course, is that I fall into that category, but I don't. I actually fall into another category entirely, although I can't be said to fall into said category per se because I created said category and then took my rightful seat therein, a seat admired by many for its grandeur, for its comfort, for its various adornments, for its ability to recline, for its... All right, hold on, hold on. Let's get to the paintings. Daniel, what do you have first for us? Okay, I would, uh, I would like to begin with a basic nude I painted recently. <laughs> A nude, how expected. I know. This was one of my most recent subjects. Here I used lighter-hued oils and an odd angle of what I've termed for lengthening, where Belinda. I... Ian, what's wrong? <sighs> it's her. It's, 
That's that is Belinda. Oh, oh no. Ian, are you are you all right over there? It's my mistress, Scott. My former mistress. The painting is of my former mistress. It's her. It's beautiful. She is beautiful. Well, uh, she's all right. Yes, but Ian, <sighs> look at it really. Look at it closely. I mean, come on, right? Another nude? What is this? Undergrad figure painting one for beginners? It's boring, right? No. No, no, no. It is not boring. It's perfect. The subject, perfect. She left me, Scott. She wanted a more vital man, a worthless actor or poet or something. I miss her so much. So much. Belinda... Oh, Belinda. Well, like I was trying to explain, I painted Melinda using a... Belinda. It's with a B. As in beautiful, as in beneficent, as in Dante's Beatrice. Mm Mm-hmm. Belinda. Yes. Anyway, I've been testing the versatility of my new dueling shadows technique, so she did a number of different poses for me, some classical, some experimental, some erotic, but I felt this was the strongest of the bunch. In all, she must have been prancing around my studio for half a day, nude. It was a bit... Tiresome. I eventually just sent her away. Frankly, I find that sort of enthusiasm for nudity a little off-putting in a nude model. Enough. Enough. I I don't want to hear any more of this. Just, please, how much can I give you for these paintings? I want... I want want all of them. Well, I was, uh... I was gonna let them go for five apiece. What, five hundred dollars apiece? Thousand, Scott. This isn't your failed post-divorce garage sale. It's done. It doesn't matter. The deal is done. I want all the paintings. Ian, I just don't know if this is the most prudent decision on your part. You know how prolific Daniel is. He probably hammered out 20 or 30 of these nudes. I uh, I did 46, actually, Scott. Oh. Good gracious did that woman love to be nude. Oh. Me, I prefer to be clothed. If clothes aren't available, well, I just do my best. 46, fine. I'll, I'll take them all. I'll take all the paintings, just please. Okay, uh, the thing is, Ian, I would have sold all these paintings whether you wanted them or not. My work is in constant demand. What else can you do for me? Let me be more specific. I would like to be able to open my newspaper on Sunday and read a few nice words about me and my work. Fine, yes, Whatever it takes. I'll do it. All right. Glowing things, Daniel. Glowing. Mr. Horace, what are you doing? You're live on the air right now. You're destroying your reputation as an impartial critic. You're ruining your career over Daniel's stupid paintings just because your former mistress is the model? This is not what I intended. How dare you, Scott? How dare you? Dare you? Do not preach at me, Scott Orlig, you soulless choir boy, riding on the coattails of real ability while you perch behind the safety of your microphone and inspire every meddling numbskull within range of your voice to come scurrying out of the shadows to spout their inane opinions and regurgitated observations. You're the whipping boy of the uninspired, Scott. You make me ill. Art to you is pearls before a pig pen, Scott. You're the pig all right, pen. All right, I understand. I get it. Goodness. Food for thought, Scott. Food for thought. This has been another sadly typical episode of One Man's World with Daniel Lampley, the world's most prolific artist and special guest, Ian Horace, soon to be former art critic for the Times Gazette. As always, everything you've heard is basically the direct result of contractual obligation. This episode has been sponsored by Peter Pan Peanut Butter. Peter Pan Peanut Butter, now for kids. 
I'll be back with Susan Noble to discuss the citywide fry cook strike after the weather and a word from our sponsors. <laughs> 